Hey good people, this is Sharika, EB, and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull up. Yo, what's good, Kickback family? I hope y'all doing good. We are in the beautiful month of August. And for me, the only thing that August means is summer camp is over and we are <laughs> another month closer to the end of the year. I I don't know if you can hear it. Maybe you can't hear it. I don't know. Maybe you're just like, he sounds a little different, but I am ecstatic to just be recording with two of my favorite people. I'm here with Sabrina and Sharika. This is your lovely kickback family. Um, I don't know, if you can't hear it in my voice, that's my tip check. I don't, I don't know, whatever number you want to give that excitement or that joy, that's where I'm at today. And there's a multitude of songs that I can give y'all, but I'm gonna give y'all a throwback that I gave y'all not too long ago. But it's just that Maverick City and that Kurt Franklin, mm. bless me, bless me, bless me. God has been doing some great things for me mm. and my family. Um, I don't know when y'all gonna know about it, but you'll know about it soon enough. Um, but that's about the only thing I can say right now, just because, uh, you know, the cat got my tongue. I'll just say that. But I'm feeling <laughs> good. Sabrina, Sharika, what's y'all tip like? How y'all feeling? EB, I I will say, like, yes, just hearing the energy in your voice, having you back on, you have been missed, dear friend, and you and your wife are one of the most beautiful couples I've ever seen. The kickback, if you follow our Instagram, you will have seen we had some great fun at a dear friend's wedding this past weekend, and EB and his wife, they were giving me Beyonce and Jay-Z vibes. EB came through (laughs) with a beautiful... can dress period even if he's wearing a t-shirt basketball shorts and sneakers i guess that you would consider yourself a sneaker head right eb um yeah i don't like to but no okay yes he is (laughs) okay so like it's it's effortless and it's not it's never too matchy matchy but it's just right eb you got swag your wife drips with just beauty and it was great seeing you let the podcasters know let us know at least one highlight for the summer. We did mention, well, I mentioned I was praying for you because I didn't want to speak for Sharika, but we know what a beautiful ministry you do in the summer. So is there like one highlight you can share with us? Of course. Um, there's a lot. One of them was I got a chance to kick it with Sharika for a week. So that was fun. So yes. not saying our week to weeks work like our week to week recording or just time in the office. Um, of course, it's not the same, but the, like in Sharika, I don't know if she had talked about it on the bonus episode because y'all know I don't be listening. No beef. That's fair. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. I got to be honest. But I know the week that she was there, she got a glimpse. And she's been, the, like, she's worked on a summer staff before. She's been helping on, I would say, the leadership side before. So she know what camp life can be like. But just those waking up 7, 30, 8 o'clock days and not going to sleep to midnight. Like, when we, when, if we walked out of the office at midnight, it was like a high five. But that was, like, rare mm. and never. Um, but one highlight for the summer outside of that would definitely be, um, well, I'll give you two, two quick ones. One is, um, the opportunity for my wife to be there just about the whole summer outside of like two or three days. So it. that's a plus. Um, yeah. cause I didn't feel like I, you know, it wasn't how it was in past summers where she wasn't around. And then another one was we had a camp this summer called team camp where it was just individuals 13 to 17 years old who were at our camp and then no fancy stuff, no music playing, no, extra long winded um, sermon. I want to say um, Jonathan spoke for about 10, 15 minutes. And then Anita did like just kind of like a 30 second to a minute spill. 
and to see um, this group of people who attend some of our churches in the state of Florida and some of who we would consider our community kids like they they attend either youth programs or they attend some form of social services outreach that we provide like a vacation Bible school or back to school badge or harvest festivals and it was at camp and watching them flood the altar and in the best way have real life situations because sometimes I don't go to pray with people for the altar because I know people got to handle whatever they got to handle on their own um, but then when a few of them was like hey EB can you come pray and then they're talking about literally like my little sis sister getting abused by my dad sexually and I don't know how to handle that I want to kill him but I know that's not the right thing to do but I also don't want him to just keep on doing this to my sister or it'll be like stepdad let me tell you that but um still don't make, make it no difference it shouldn't be happening at all but then it's like and my mom allows it basically by not saying saying that she's lying but I told her that this is happening um watching some of you humans like human beings mm. be harsh and cruel to our brothers and sisters within the LGBTQ community mm -hmm. where some of them are having, and I say some, cause it was like two or three people who I spoke to who are having suicidal ideations because of right. the way that they're treated. And mm -hmm. that just frustrates me because I can only imagine what um, an adult can do, not saying it's a difference from a kid or adult fully, but I'm thinking of a developing mind who's still trying to figure out not only who they are or even being comfortable in who they are, but seeing a world tell them everything they think they are is completely wrong and they're battling, am I worthy enough to live? Um, and then some people just say, man, this was the first time I heard the story of Jesus. And like, I love this place because I actually feel like people care about me and not what I have or what I have to offer. Um, but that was just teen mm. camp. And of course, every camp had its own um, highs and lows, but that right. would definitely be my highlights um, from the summer. And then the, some of those kids, you know, we've, uh, us three, we've all worked on summer staff. Um, and this could go for anybody who's in some form of ministry or teacher or leadership position where you're like, dang, like you've seemed so hard or have a hard shell on the outside. Like, where was this on like Monday or Tuesday? So in a week span, you're talking four or five days for kids to find me um, as just regular OEB, trustworthy enough to share some of their challenges and some of their heartbreaks. And those same things, I'm confident, breaks God's heart as well. So um, really is just mm. um, my encouragement to all people, love well. Like, mm. let's, like, however you do that, and I would say the best way to do that is the way that Jesus does that but love well and be the change who you wish to see in this world. Because um, there are people who are hurting and they really just want you to listen with your whole heart and not listen um, half-heartedly. I guess that's what I can put it. But I know that was kind of long, but that was probably one of my highlights. Wasn't too long at all. Love to hear it. At first I got sad because I was like, not the highlight turned to the low light. I'm with the kid <laughs> wanting to murder the stepdad. Amen. For that. I guess it's out of control. Um, but one thing that does give me hope in that particular situation is God is a God of justice mm. and mm -hmm. vengeance. And side note, not that we should even be going down this road, but even when I think about the Emmett Till decision mm. to not prosecute that lady, I said, okay, maybe in this slice she won't be prosecuted. But mm. she will be prosecuted. Amen. Well, she might be prosecuted in this life because you know people looking for it. They just have to oh, move to nursing homes. No, no, <laughs> because if they let George Zimmerman live still, then they gotta leave the old white lady alone. No, nope, okay? get her out of here. <laughs> get George first. I've always wanted all of them gangsters. All of them. George don't have a bullet to the knee yet. How can he could just walk around living life? I don't understand it. Um, but this is getting kind of dark. So. <laughs> Uh, Sharika, what's your temp? Um, well, I, my temp is all over the place. 
When I first heard EB's joy and excitement, I, my temp was up. Then EB shared, and I was like, oh, that is heartbreaking. But also, the truth of the matter is there is joy because, you know what? Like you said, God is a God of justice and vengeance, but also God is a God of grace. So all those things are beautiful and, and to be yes. celebrated. Um, but as Sabrina was talking at EB, I need you to drop where you get that. Be- I mean, when I tell y'all, I had this green suit that EB was wearing. If you was on the Insta, you seen the suit. If you're not on the Insta, get on the Insta just for the suit alone. I don't care about anything else we ever posted. But that green suit was beautiful. And he had a little gold tie. And you didn't see his wife, but she was in a gold dress. And like Sabrina was saying, they were giving, we're the couple of the year, of the century. <laughs> and I love to see, Evie, where do you get a green suit from? So that one came from Express Man for about $120. I don't know if y'all know this, but I am a bargain shopper. I shop for low price. Now, sometimes I have to do what I got to do, but slide to Express, Express Men. Shout out to the outlets. Um, they had the pants in stock, but I, I'm the type where I need all of it at once. So I just bought, I paid for it, which I usually don't like paying for stuff and getting the ship to my house when I'm at a store. I like to walk out with my stuff just because all types of stuff can happen. But I got it from Express Man and it was like, a, I want to say like 120, but then with text, it was like 130. That's for the jacket and the lovely, um, the lovely pants. The gold bow tie came from Amazon. It was just a regular, yeah, it was just a regular clip on tie. Um, both clip on bow tie and then the white shirt came from Wally World, a Walmart special. All right. See y'all, it doesn't, it's not expensive to look like money. Okay. You, you can be a bargain shopper and still look like money, but I wanted to say, you know what? I love the one green is my new, like it's been my new color for a while now, but I'm like, I love the chances on color. I love a black suit. It's classic, mm. but you know, uh, lately blue has been coming out. I've been seeing a lot of people in the navy suit. Love that too. But also, experiment with the colors. I even see, I think I've seen you in a, a mauve suit. I mean, it was gorgeous. Yes, you know, I you got that to, one. <laughs> you got to put out the colors out there and, and try. Just you know what, guys? Just try, try different things. All of us, men, women. You know what? We all get stuck in a style, but try to do different things because you never know how it can turn out. That was a very long aside, but yes, we've had a great summer. I did go down to camp for a week. When I tell you that first night, we was up to after two in the morning. Your girl is old. And I was like, wow, I can't sustain this all week. <laughs> but it did start getting <laughs> better. And we went, there was one night I was up in my room around 11. I said, look at that. But it was a great time, great experience to be with the young people. Um, and, uh, you know, EB said he can't think of nothing else for the month of August. Our, our kickback anniversary uh, happened just a few days ago. So we're celebrating that. There's a lot of good things uh, the Lord is doing. So my song is Joy. It's an old, old song, but it's by the Newsboys. And it also is a throwback to me for summer. For the one year at camp when I was younger, I had to be a summer camp counselor. I did not want to be. I was in the dining room. 
for the most of the time because I really didn't want to be with them kids like that. And um, I was head dining room hostess and then I wanted to come back as head dining room again. But they were like, we don't got enough counselors. So they put me in a cabin and every morning with my kids, I would turn up this song, Joy by the Newsboys, it, to the fullest capacity. And that's how I would wake my cabin up every morning. They hated me. And then by like two days before the end, I was like, let me give them a break. It's like worship day or whatever it was. Let me give them a little soft. It was like, where is the song? And I was like, see, y'all love it. And so that's also my song because it reminds me of summer, but also it's a great song. It says, you give me joy that's unspeakable and I like it and I like it. And I, and that is the Lord. He does give me joy that's unspeakable. And you know what, God, I like it and I'm grateful. That's my tip. Love it. Well, while Sharita's, Sharika is over here um, giving God thanks for joy, I'm over here dropping it like a thotty because that's okay. my tip. I am 85. I usually, when I'm in a great mood, I'm like, oh, sunny 75, but I feel like a little hotter today. Beyonce's album came out and it was amazing. No skits. Every song is everything. And my temp is Church Girl by Beyonce. Love it so much. It's just this energy like, yes, we're church girl, but we like to have fun. We like to dance. And I do say, but because a lot of times growing up, the kids at school, I now I will admit I was a little bit extra. I went from going to a little charter school that my mom taught at to being thrown out to the wolves, in my opinion, having to sit on the back of the bus with all the little thuggy kids. And they're like, oh, what? I would take what in my church, they have a five-year um, Bible study program for teens and middle schoolers. I took my little quirk at Bible right on the back of the bus. They'd be like, why do you have a Bible? Why this? Why that? I was, I was like, I, this will protect me from the foolishness, <laughs> just uh, witnessing the people in the back of the bus. And it was crazy. Like I got, saw somebody get stabbed in the neck with scissors. People were getting wow. the fingered on the bus. Yes. I went to, a, well, I'm from the hood. So I guess that doesn't matter. Jack Daniels. That's how I knew what that was. Cause they would have little bottles of it on the bus. They would have black and mouths. That's how I know. It. And this was middle school. So <laughs> it was very much wild. But um, because of that, people are like, oh, church people are uptight, da 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 Yeah, we might not, you know, want to engage in all things, but some things that are just fun in life, I'm taken back for the Lord. Satan can't have twerking. It's ours now. And, I, and that has been my summer vibe. We went to three weddings this summer. We went to the beach twice on the opposite coast of Florida. I just had a really good time enjoying my state, enjoying um, all the things have not found an ice cream truck yet. I don't know if it's the pandemic or if that was just something from my youth that has since died out, but I did try a new ice cream place, Bright Ice. Uh, it was good, but they don't do any roll-ins. And I love a roll-in. Colstone has me like spoiled. So I'm like, so no nuts or nothing, just the regular ice cream flavor? Hmm. <laughs> interesting so <laughs> I did go there I tried a few new like I have such a sweet tooth so I tried a few new sweet places and I'm just I'm just very very happy and I'm very thankful for Beyonce and this album and I can't believe it's the first of three I'm also very thankful that the breakfast club ended because I'm like is the kickback coming forward are we taking their place? I saw people on Twitter saying, oh, you know what? We need Black po podcasters. Hello, here we are. So tell Wait, everybody. what? Oh, you didn't? Girl. 
The Breakfast yeah. Club, Charlemagne, Envy, and Angela Yee. Breakfast Club, you don't know? Yeah, Angela Yee tweeted yesterday. She was basically like, that's a rap girl. It was trending. I, you know I don't be knowing about the trans girl because I don't yeah. know what's going on on the interweb. I don't even have a Twitter. Girl, I be looking at the shade room. I'm not going to lie. Don't judge I me, y'all. I can't believe it. <laughs> yes. And people are like, what are we going to listen to? Now, the kickback, we're not giving y'all every day, weekdays. <laughs> but we give y'all this once a month. And go ahead and give us the listens. We'll appreciate it. EB, did you know? Yes. So um, it's not like one, I would say it's two things. One, it's not official. Um, oh, you know, it's I not? Tweet it. Um, and I say it's not official just because they've always had these type of discussions. Um, if you follow them in any way, um, it's a possibility that the Breakfast Club could remain and one of the three people might not be a part of it. Um, if you watch them close oh, enough, you'll see know. that it's moments where some of them are not there and it's still business as usual. And it's not just only because of scheduling conflicts, but it's also it's because of contract negotiations so if you you can go back like when some people some people might tell you like oh i've been knew this was coming nobody technically knows unless you're in the room with these individuals most times um but you'll have somebody like a uh, charlamagne the guy was like it's time like he would say him and envy would always say it's time for me to give my spot to the new people like i can't be here forever mm-hmm. i've been doing this for x amount of years and then other times he'll just like it's all about the paper. Like I came back and he was like on the, on the thing, he would say like, I came back cause y'all said like, let's make it work at least one more run. But he was like, when mm-hmm. this contract up, if the number ain't right, then like, I got my other stuff going on. Like all mm-hmm. my, my black effect network podcast with all those podcasts that's on that writing books, being on TV. Um, same thing with um, envy, like mm-hmm. from just all his real estate stuff and podcast with his wife, same thing with ye, her personal podcast, mm-hmm. um, her, her, TV appearances, her still doing a lot of hosting gigs or whatnot. So um, that's part of what you see. And it's, it will be interesting to see how it plays out because EB does not know. But I did see her tweet yesterday because she is somebody who I follow. But she said the Breakfast Club is officially over or as you know it or something like that. Mm. So I'm interested if, if she's done mm. and the other two will still continue because their contract might be good. Or is it somebody else? Is it Charlemagne gone and him, her and Envy? Or is it all three of them and they're just changing? Like, is it every other day? Is it once a week? Like, it's, it's a few things. So uh, it will be interesting how it all plays out. Mm-hmm. Words do mean things. And you're right. She did say, as you know it. So it will be interesting. All wow. Yeah. Dang. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't listen consistently, but every now and then, if I see a, a person that I really do like on the, um, you know, doing an interview with them, I will give a listen to that. And sometimes I catch up on little rumors or shade. I mean, uh, the rumor report or donkey of the day. But wow, it is, it's a new era, I guess. But that's life, huh? Um, when EB sends me the stuff I watch, but because it was trending, I feel like I'm going to try to start at the very beginning. Girl, it's a up. lot. I know, but I've been needing things to listen to in the morning when I work out, when I do this and that. Hey. I love to have a podcast going. And one of my favorite podcasts, they just... Well, there are reasons, but basically they dropped off the face of the earth and I need to replace them. So maybe I'll listen to The Breakfast Club. I did see some hilarious clips because people were saying like their favorite moments. Evidently, Ray J has some funny moments. I, I, I just mm-hmm. know the Soldier Boy one. And who's the one who was like, put some respect on my Birdman. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Bird so they definitely have given our culture like them great like forever. <laughs> yes forever and it is kind of like a oh 
for the culture. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's how we're doing, guys. Sharika, what are we what are we talking about today? Um we are talking about and if, if y'all haven't seen it, just already be prepared for spoilers or put this on pause, go watch the episodes and then come back. We're talking about the most hated man on the internet. So a few weeks, maybe two weeks ago, my husband and I were just chilling on a Friday night. He was making something to eat and I was sitting in the living room and you know how Netflix just starts playing a, a preview of something. Then he was like, oh, we watching this. I was like, okay. So he turns on the most hated man on the internet. And when I tell you I was locked in, I was locked in. Then I was mad. Then I was pissed. And then I was like, oh, no. But then I was like, okay, all right, there's resolve. Oh, no, no, there's not resolve. It was a roller coaster of emotions. It was, it was, it was a good time. It was an interesting time. It was an upsetting time. So I was like, I, I got on the text and said, EB and Sabrina, if y'all have not seen this, y'all better get on the Netflix and watch it. So today we're here to talk about it. So just to give you a little brief uh, rundown of what it was. So the, I had never heard of this man. I had never heard of it, the website is anyone up. But it was about this gentleman. I won't even say he's a gentleman. This hood, I don't even know what to call him without getting ridiculous on here. But anyway, it was about this this individual, as EB would say. <laughs> this individual uh, named Hunter Moore, he created a website called Is Anyone Up? And I thought, so what he was promoting the website to be uh it was a supposed to be a revenge porn website so if you were like in a relationship with somebody and you know it they got it didn't go well at the end or you know y'all broke up or they broke up with you and you mad you could take all the nudes that they might have sent you in the relationship and post them on this website and if that's not bad enough they would then take link the website link your nudes to your regular facebook to your this to your all your things so then people will see your naked body go over to your facebook be commenting be messaging you and just uh so the website was supposed to be for humiliation and all the things uh, just to really make people feel terrible about themselves and i'll i'll fill in some more but i'll stop there and I'll let Evie and Sabrina jump in and just uh, say a little bit of whatever they want to say at this point. I, too, was surprised about this whole scenario. Well, maybe not surprised, but I'm like, people really be out here doing things in life that I just would <laughs> never thought of. And sometimes I'm like, gosh, I definitely did not grow up sheltered, but there were things that the fear of God and my mother kept me from even thinking twice about. I can't imagine being in my room, one, being like, you know what I'm going to do? Let's take a picture of the boobies and just save them. I don't know. 
just in case I've heard women have felt and men have like been like I'm in the prime time of my life I want to know I want to remember what this body is like before kids before x before y and z and even myself I have considered in my wifehood doing like a boudoir photo but I don't travel that much anymore and my husband sees me every day so I'm like am I taking the photos or am I just walking to the bedroom I don't know <laughs> but um so I was surprised by that just the uh like the that is something I can't really relate to like the desire to be like I'm just gonna take some photos of myself just for me not victim shaming just like for me there is a curiosity there of people really be doing that that's like when we were in middle school Sharika did girls ask you if you used a mirror to see no I just remember being like no why you say you didn't grow up sheltered I probably did grow up very sheltered oh yeah yeah I, I'm very sheltered and to this day, very naive about a lot of things. But you did go to that private school where people are getting their nips pierced. So not too that is very true. <laughs> um, very So true. that kind of, I just, I don't know. I didn't have that curiosity about my body or like the need to like capture it in time. So that was the one. The two was, what, how do these people even know about these websites? And the three was, I just didn't have that desire when I was dating in my youthhood or my adulthood. I remember I'm going to call my husband out and I, he doesn't listen. So it's fine. When we were dating, we may have, may or not have been a little unequally yoked in the beginning. And when he asked me for a photo, I sent him a stick figure and he was upset. And this, we had been dating for probably two years before he, because he already knew the vibe. So I think that's why why he waited two years to shoot his shot and I was traveling a lot and he was like um are you serious and he was like is this what I can expect and I was just like absolutely because you're not going to have me out here I am a whole youth minister I am a whole adult and you have no license to this so try again sir and he, or don't try again. and he never did because he knew I was up but even on his end like I wasn't like mm, I need Doug I need to see that in that eggplant like I just so it's hard for me to even identify with getting this content but then even more so to think about prevent like that is so mean and horrible like for one, I don't really, I wouldn't really see myself taking a picture of myself. For two, I wouldn't really see myself sending them to anyone unless I was married. And even if I'm married, it's a Snapchat because let guess I, you're just not going to catch me slipping. And then for three, why would, why would you do that? Like for me, when our relationship was over, I was really like Gucci. Like maybe one or two times I might've cried my tears, but then it was like next day, like more fish in the sea. Like, I feel like if you are trying to get revenge, you still have feelings. Like, are people really that hateful? Okay. Like it's over. Yes. You'd be taken away. No. So definitely some are hateful, but the part that got me wasn't even the ones who uploaded. It's the hacking of the emails for other people. Mm -hmm. Like what goes through your mind of like, Hey, I know people send pictures, any type of pictures to themselves and I say people I don't but that individuals out there and maybe because Hunter Moore and I think the other guy Charlie Evans did but they're sitting there going through emails locking people out of their emails um changing the information and then getting these pictures of these individuals and that was a part that was really like all of it was sick but that part really got me because I'm just like dang like 
people thinking that they send this stuff either to themselves or to someone that they trust for whatever reasons. And that's one of the things people got to remember is like people are flawed. So even if it is that that's your boo thing on August, the whatever, the 10th, um, the day that we're recording this on August the 10th or whatnot, but that don't mean y'all gonna still be rocking December the 10th. <laughs> like, and then that picture's still gonna be in their possession. And now Yay. they can do whatever they want because you decided to send it to them. And is it right? No, but probably wasn't right to begin with. And you should have thought about it a little more. And like Sabrina said, because I know how some of y'all, some of y'all be in this world, it's not victim shaming. It's just having a sense of self-awareness and right because this is a biblical mandate not an eb mandate self-control self-control is a big thing um but just watching that whole show was mind-boggling to me and i don't know what other questions i won't dive into everything yet because i don't know what other questions we're going to talk about but it was it was just wild to see how it all played out um i also and please don't hate me for those of you who feel disgusted by the show I don't think he was the most hated man on earth. There's a lot of other people I would put in a book. On the internet? On, on the, the internet. internet. On the internet, Evie. Who's on more the hated? internet, it's... I would say I, I kind of agree because I didn't even know he was on the internet, so... That's why I, he's not the most how hated. Old, I ain't know he was how listening. old were we when that was happening, though? It said it was like 2012, 2013, 2014. Oh, dang. Yeah, we <laughs> like, were we old grown. enough to hate him. Maybe it was in a different community. And I really didn't see people say. of color up in... <laughs> I did not see a person of color on there. I'm not saying that they weren't, but I'm just saying I didn't see one on there. But you, right. But that was to your point. Somebody I uh, was listening to talking about this say they never heard about you there. And they said that's how you know the internet be like catering to different people because I had never, and this was another person of color. They were like, I never heard about this man or this website. And I, and sometimes that's why there it do be more than one internet. We be all think we're on the same thing, but we not. We not yeah. just like there's the a black Twitter. Be definitely different, and that's one of the things. It was on Twitter, so Twitter is one of those places, kind of like how Instagram is now with Reels, how people can just get famous. That's mm-hmm. how Twitter used to be back in the day. Like you could tweet something if your hashtag is on point, like that thing can get retweeted so quick, and then people can just go wow. And you got to think like you're talking about basically nudity on the internet and Twitter mm-hmm. was always one of those places and actually still is where like there really is no censorship like you can see anything in it like and I'm not saying hey go to Twitter for this but like if you are here to see free porn I can tell you it's on Twitter on the Twitters like it's just there and it's like Dang. it's mind-boggling and then for me the only reason I see it most times if not all times, is because of lovely young adults that I have the privilege of ministering to <laughs> retweet or comment or like certain things. And I'm Dang. just like, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, EB, um, yeah. I won't call a family member out, but one family member did tell me they saw another family member on Twitter in a home porn video. And I said, oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Lord. <laughs> believe it shout out to that cousin or what's the opposite of a shout out and i'm from a small town so come on really everybody knows everybody Um, has seen it i forgot about that until you said that because i was like i just feel like but once again the the internet will kind of cater are those um what did you say eb it kind of caters to what you're looking at the algorithm yeah so i see a lot of like enneagram stuff and yoga stuff (laughs) and not gonna lie shade room stuff so and then I always ask my husband because he always gets these funny hilarious like 
auction stuff. And I'm like, how come I never get that on my feed? But you're right. It just caters to what to what you're already looking at. I do have a quick side note. Um, do you guys feel like as Americans, we are already too sensitive to nudity? Because obviously, if someone had done that to me, I would feel violated. And I hope I would bring the energy of that girl's mom. But also, maybe it's because I grew up in performing arts. And I'm used to being in the back of like a, a stage where people are changing, like nudity never really bothered me. And I don't know why we get so hung up on it. A butt is a butt. Everybody has one. A boob is just a fatter looking butt with a nipple in the middle. Like, I don't get it. Uh, well, I think, I, I think, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, I do think America does, like, we have a false sense of morality. Like, we pretend like, we're so scandalized but y'all know as, as y'all obviously see from the twitter and the interwebs y'all be out here doing all the things so i do think that and i think that's also why things like this do exist because it is so um it's so fetishized and scandalous scandalized is is it makes so i think that because america has this obsession with the body they make it into more, and I'm not saying more, and don't hear what I'm not saying. Like, I'm not saying that the body is not beautiful, sacred. It is all those things, but also it is a natural thing, but we make it into something more. And when I say more, I mean more. You use people sexualize it, and it could be for that, but it's not only for that. And when people do that, then people distort it and then take it into this dark place because it is not, it's, does, it's almost doesn't become natural anymore. But go ahead. That's my yeah, so America has this mindset of being uh, intentionally being different from the rest of the world. And I agree with Sharika, like definitely the body is a, it's sacred um, and we see that. But also, I don't know, unless we read out a different Bible, like that's how we started naked mm -hmm. um so in the best way because the human mind finds a way to be deceitful or perverted or mm -hmm. to have a different view on what in the best way what they should expect from the naked body of a male or a female or something somebody who identifies as something else then like that's between that individual in their mind like the rest of the world and i say the rest of the world but you go to other places like nudity is not as scrutinized um or even in some cultures and i'll speak to the origin of all cultures in africa it's not even fetish like there is no fetish of seeing a naked body it's like that's sacred what i'm looking at and you know that's just how people within our culture or our tribe or our nation or our community dress to have little to nothing on but there's nothing in person a or person b to say i want all of that um, so for us, having the multitude of fake facades that we have, and we'll get to a little bit of hypocrisy later on in the expound, but that's just how we rock. Like we think that we have this moral code when it comes to our appearance. And that's why we see different things like catfishing or, and I'm not saying makeup specifically, but just in general of like having like, this is who I am, but that's not really who you are. That's who you're yeah. pretending to be. And no diss to people who wear makeup or who rock makeup. Um, makeup is a beautiful thing, but it's also a source of what I would call sorcery for some people. Because they just be looking super different. Um, what? But, Have you seen those videos? But okay, so 
back to the most hated man on the internet. So um, it's the concept of the site is just wild in and of itself. So as EB was sharing, so what, how the story progressed is that this young lady uh, is at her job, minding her business. She gets a call or a text from a friend and was like, girl, I see your news on the internet. And she was like, what? And she was like, yes, girl, on this site. So the girl goes on the site. This site, page two. Okay, yeah, you're right. She showed it to her exact page and everything. So shout out to that friend because at least she was the friend was like, out. Now I won't say she didn't pass it around. I don't know what she was, but at least she was the one that told her because some people, some of y'all foul out there be like, oh, I see so-and-so and don't even be like, girl, you know you up here. Y'all just be sharing their business and talking about them. But anyway, so she goes and tells the girl. The girl looks on there and sees her body all out there exposed. So she calls her mom. She's upset. She's like, mom, they got me out here. And she was like, I, but the thing is, like Evie said, I never, she said, I never sent these pictures to anyone. What she said she did, she was in the mirror, admiring her body, took some photos, and then her phone storage was getting full. And so to make space, she emailed herself photos so that she can get rid of some stuff off her phone to have more storage. Which my husband said he did. He's like, I used to email myself stuff so I could have more storage. So it is a thing. And he, now he didn't say the naked photos. He was just saying when my phone would get overloaded, I would email myself stuff so I could, you know, get more space on my phone. So it's a thing that people do. And obviously taking photos of themselves is a thing that people do. But I'm not even like, I'm not mad at that. I'm like, you know what? If you want to admire your body. If you want to keep it between you and yourself, even if you want to send it to somebody, it's a risk you're going to take. But I'm like, do you, boo? Even though we did have a podcast a few weeks and months ago that said, don't send the news. It is a risk that you're going to take. But you know what? It's, you know, but you shouldn't be exploited. That's the terrible part. Anyway, so the girl said that. I was like, at first I was like, did she really not send it? Or is she just telling her mom this so she don't look crazy? Because I could not fathom that somebody was, would be really happy. But hey, as the story goes on, we found out she was happy. And as EB said, whatever the guy other name is, I don't remember, he was hacking people's emails to see what he could see. And then he would steal their photo, lock them out their emails, steal their photos, and put it up on the website. And then they be, like I said, have the nerve to link it to your, all your information. So your job can see it. Your family can see it. Everybody can see your business. And then people go over there telling you, oh, they want to do this to you. They want to do that to you because they think you out here because your naked photos are up on the internet when you didn't even send them out to anybody. So I just thought this is very deplorable. And, and, and as EB said, this wasn't the, this wasn't the most hated man on the internet. And I agree because I didn't know him. But if I would have known that or if that would have happened to anybody, I couldn't see why that would have been the most hated man. Not because he just did this. Because, yes, you might think, oh, he's trying to get a coin, which he was. But also, he has zero Fs to give, zero moral compass he, to do this. And he people would be calling him, emailing him messaging him please i did not send this i don't know how you got this can you please take this down my job is in jeopardy my kids are out here oh yeah people's kids will be on their facebook so like let's say you have a picture of your kids as your profile 
they would take that and put that on the naked site too. He was just awful. He did not care. People would be crying. People would, like Evie was talking about in the other situation, people were so distraught that they were like, I, I'm so exposed. I'm so embarrassed. They really, people were like, I, I can't, I was embarrassed and I feel like people were looking at me differently. I'm losing this. I'm losing that. Everybody in my town is seeing my body. They were so ashamed, so hurt that some people were trying to take their lives because they, it was just that bad for them. And this man did not care. I won't say he didn't care, but that's he did the it. way he- He okay. literally was saying, I don't care. I'm making money. And he did that thing that is really dangerous in a person when they will refuse to take any accountability mm -hmm. because if you're one step removed, you're far removed. That's how you can really get to do nasty things to people. You're not feeling it. There's zero empathy. And it wasn't like you said, um, him just allowing this space for people to treat on one another this way. He would encourage people to mock. So mm -hmm. let's say they put my bike because I feel like today, if that happened to me, obviously I would be upset, but I'd be like, and yeah, that's my body. You know, like that's that. Yeah, those are my boobs. Oh, you you can't make me feel bad. I'll talk about your body. You know, it's like whatever. But you know, not everybody is built that way. You mm -hmm. know, and if you go, and I'm saying that, no, having it never have happened to me. Um, but I come from a family. Yes, Rico, we know. You even said you can't take harsh jokes. But like, I come from a family that was always cracking on each other. It's like it made me have a thicker skin. But if I were to go to a website and see comments after comments, like, oh, one boob smaller than the other. Oh, look at her belly button. No, oh, look at this. I think even a person like me, it could be like, well, dang, really? Mm -hmm. This is So he would mock them. And to make matters further, he would post their cell phone numbers, their mm -hmm. contact numbers, their home address, all any social media that you have. I mean, watching that made me, again, want to take like the one the Facebook page that I have, that's my personal, I'll make it private, you know, because I'm like, this is wild. So mm -hmm. yeah, he was, I, as I was watching that, I was like, please tell me he gets his just desserts before the end. Um, yeah. Evie, how did you feel about him? So definitely thought that Hunter Moore and, um, again, later on knowing of, I want to say it was Charlie Evans, um, was terrible. Mm -hmm. Like there is nothing about them at the time. And I say at the time, in that moment, I was like, there's nothing redeeming. Like, there's no redeemable quality in this. But being somebody who knows God, um, I <laughs> beg to differ, differ because I'm like, uh, well, I guess God can redeem them. But the part that got me was, um, what's her name? Charlotte, right? So when she had oh, the yeah, opportunity. Oh, yeah, talk about Charlotte. Go ahead. On, mm -hmm. like, so having the opportunity to confront him on Anderson Cooper. Um, and so in that moment, I was like, Okay, maybe he is remorseful, right? Where because it seemed like I'm selling it. I know what I did was wrong, blah blah. And then she came through guns blazing, was like, "Look at you! You still take it as a joke." And then in that moment, I don't know if y'all saw the same thing or saw it the same way that I saw, but I felt like he was trying his best to practice compassion. Where he looked like he was tearing up, like he looked like he was like getting emotional, like you know, you're getting challenged by, I guess, or getting you're getting confronted by the person that you're abusing, and that person is not backing down. But then after when he got back, I'm just like, oh, you little dip. Like, like, why, mm -hmm. bro? Like, this what type of time you on? Like, now I got mm -hmm. no respect for you. Like, I hope you get everything that's coming your way plus more. Cause this is just wild. Like, you had the opportunity to basically just fold and be like, forget it. 
but then you want to ride it out and be, I don't know, just terrible to people yeah. who one don't know you um, and people you don't know, and then continue it after knowing what you're doing is terribly wrong and just not caring that is wrong. Yeah, and, people yeah. are committing, attempting to commit suicide or losing their jobs. EB, when you talked about like our perspective as Christians, I think there is a part of me that wonder what happened to him because he tried to like have this persona like he's a baller and all that mm-hmm. jazz. But at the end, we saw like he was living with his mom. I don't know that he had a male presence in his life. And he talked about being heartbroken. No, his dad was there. From, he had a oh, dad he, he did have a dad. So mm-hmm. EB, as a man... Do you think like, because, and I'm just wonder, speculating aloud, like um, men aren't used to like always, not all men, but like dealing with their conflicts in the healthiest ways. You know, we've all heard the stereotype that when girls break up with a guy, they'll go to their friends and eat ice cream. When guys break up with a girl, they'll go sleep around with like 50 chicks to try to forget. Do you think this is just another product of our society not giving men that space to deal with things in a healthy way? I would say, um, I think I I would say, let me take it back. I would say society does give us a um, a healthy space to deal with our issues. I think a lot of men feel a sense of macho nature to not want to deal with the issues that they have at hand because some people don't like to accept accountability. And that's on both sides of the spectrum when it comes to genders, right? Some people just mm. don't appreciate accountability. The part that got me with that and me knowing that in him was watching him, um, how would I word it? Oh, watching him after he got arrested, make bond. And then he just sit here, cover up his face. Like what happened to all that online talk? Mm-hmm. What happened when you was on, like, like what happened to all that macho, like how you, you know, you want to show your face to people because this what type of time you want. Like what happened to all of that? Cause that seems to just go out of the window. Like once you got locked up or whatnot and you know, that part got me because I'm like, so you do know better because you know it's good for you to cover yourself up when you're walking out of jail, but you're okay with just blasting, same way that the mama was like, but you're okay with blasting everybody else's business out there. And that's the part that I just, you know, again, don't respect. I have a hot take. Yeah. And I know Sabrina is already going to come for me and I'm ready because I got my. (laughs) So first of all, well, back to back it up. We mentioned the name Charlotte. Charlotte is the mom of the girl whose whose photos got hacked. So Charlotte, once her mom, when she saw that what happened to her daughter, she went on a war pay, path to get this man, get her daughter's pictures taken out. And then once she saw how deplorable he, uh, Hunter Moore was, she went on a war path to take him out all the way. So my hot take is I blame part of the blame. I blame his parents. Now, I know this is a grown man, but Charlotte called his mom on the job and was like, this is what your son is doing. And the mom was giving no energy to this situation. And that's a problem for me because I know he's a grown man and I know he can do whatever you want to do, but not up in my house, you're not. Not a, mm. not using my internet. Are you going to be exploiting people? No, you're not. We're not doing that. We're not playing that game. And so, first of all, for the fact that you think you could do this to somebody, but then now I'm made aware of this scenario, and you give, and you also don't handle. And I know, like I said, I understand this is a grown man, but you stay when he stay in your house, he can do that 
out there. But you can't live in my if I if somebody was like Alan is out here doing this, I can't idly stand by and be like, oh, well, babe, I think you should take the people's naked photos down. But if you're not, oh well, you know, or not say I don't know if she said anything to him or not, but I know that lady was made aware. And now y'all want to be all standing, stand by your son when he's out there literally talking about, oh, if people kill themselves, that's going to make me even more famous. I hope they do kill themselves. Like what? What kind of demonic man or individual is this? Like that is wild. And, but I was just like, I can't believe that this first, and then this is when I get vengeful. And my husband was like, see, you're part of the problem. Cause I said, somebody put his mama's naked photos up oh, on the website. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part I will not agree with you on. Because they had, it wasn't just young, lovely ladies and men. There was men on there too. But also they, they said there was 71 year olds. Can you imagine your grandma on, is anyone up naked? Like, I just can't. I'm not crying. I'm just trying not to laugh. But it is not funny. But um, I don't know that like, he would have cared. He would have what cared. we saw of him. He would have like, cared. He was just like he was on mad. the drugs, on the alcohol. He was mad when they put his address up there and all this stuff. And and they when she called his mom, that's when he started was like, oh, I'll bury you and all this stuff. He did care when she reached out to his mom. But he obviously not care enough because he thought he was invincible. And that's the other thing. He really thought that nobody could get him. So he was just like, oh, if you do this to me, I'll come after you. Oh, my gosh. They they sent a uh, fax to Charlotte at her house talking about, I will rape you and put a gun to your mouth or head or something. He was just really deplorable. I just cannot even... And I know I, that was why to be like his mom should have been up there. But also, you need to know how it feels. You need that's terrible. But sh- yeah, but let's not punish another innocent. <laughs> I'm in my flesh right now. <laughs> uh, I would feel in support of him being up there. He wouldn't care about that. Mm. I was, was stuck gone. on he uh, was, he was his body out there, orgies and all that. He he wouldn't care if his naked body was up there. You're right. You're That's right. why you got to go. You, I know Michelle Obama said go high, but I would have been in the gutter. Well, I feel like at first, and I'm interested in EB's perspective on the dad's reaction, because really the whole movement against Hunter Moore, well, really the thing that caused it to gain momentum was this girl's mom. So what I loved about this documentary, it just shows like, don't F when it comes to some people's children. Because as the saying goes, you will F around and find out. And that's what Hunter did. Um, So he tried to go for this girl. The mom and the girl begged him to take it down. But the mom was remarried to a lawyer. And when they got to the point where they wanted to bring the stepdad into it, the stepdad said, it's not a big deal. He kind of took the approach I said I would take at first. It's like, take the power away from it. It's a naked body. Whatever. Who cares? Um, but after he saw that fax that Sharika talked about, where they were threatening his wife, then he made a single call to Hunter's lawyer, and the photo was taken down within 30 minutes. And the mom really could have stopped there, but she didn't. She continued. Mm-hmm. She got the FBI involved because she had done so much research when he refused to take it down, and she believed her daughter when her mm-hmm. daughter said, 
I didn't send this to anyone, which I think that shows a lot about their relationship. I yes. don't have kids yet, but I don't know that I would have initially believed them off that. I'd be like, really? Mm-hmm. Because as I shared, it's hard for me to understand a mind and I'm not judging a mind. It's just like, I would just never take one for myself. If I want to see myself, I'll go look in the mirror, but it is what it is. She believed it and she was able to bring this guy down. But Evie, how did you feel about the fact that the stepdad at first was like this not my business, not my problem. And then later on, it only took one call for him to get it down. So it was a few things when I saw that happen. One of the things was the amount of power that the dad must have had or the knowledge that he has to be able to, you know, find out, get in touch with the other person's lawyer and to let him know like, hey, this is where we at with this. And if we don't make it happen, then we're going to have some problems or whatnot. Um, and then the lawyer, you know, getting in touch with him enough and getting through his head to be like, it's going to get serious. So that was one of the things that is just like, you know, having, well, I guess um, for our school, the school that I grew up in, all of our elementary schools, the entire county, Polk County, um, Florida, um, like our the motto is knowledge is power. So that was one of the first things that got me was knowledge is power. And he didn't go on this like rant with, you know, the other lawyer or trying to go back and forth. But outside of that, it was also like, like, did he, I don't know. It's like, I guess it's kind of like marriage, right? Like where you put, and I know the child was, I want to say she was a minor at the time, maybe. Don't quote me on that. No, she no, wasn't. She, she was an was adult. A young adult. She was a yeah, because she was out close. She was a young adult. Stuff. So so it just showed me the amount of love that one puts for their spouse. Um, because once he played with his wife, then he was like, okay, we ain't playing these type of games, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you already right. had me with my st- and I don't know if it's because that's the stepdaughter or if he was like literally locked in on like, it's not a big deal. Like, yes. Okay. You got your nudes on the internet. The more noise you give it, the more attention it'll get. But once you stop talking mm-hmm. about it, it's going to die out. So I get in the best way. I get all sides of it. Like, you know, you try my spouse, it's a different conversation than if you try one of my siblings or nieces and nephews, since I don't have kids now, but like watching, watching how quick or swift, I guess that's what another word he used, how swift he was to act when it came to his wife lets me know how serious, of course, some people take their marriages um, and their family. And it was the same thing with Charlotte of like, she was willing to go all out for the sake of her daughter, safety involved in all. Um, and she was willing to do the same for um, the other people she didn't know. Cause she knew, mm-hmm. she, she, I don't know. She just knew the, the deplorable nature of this situation and the actions of Hunter Moore. Maybe I got to beg, I beg to differ with you. Charles Moore did not care about his family like that because when I tell you he did, but he did not, because I'm telling you, if I'm hot, I'm your wife. We hot. If, if, If you coming for my child, you don't need to come for me. That is coming for me. If you're coming for my child, you have my child exposed. You have me exposed because that's my child and that's my heart. So Charles, if we at war, if I'm at war, we at war. So, sir, you need to have picked up that phone. I don't care if you didn't. And I will say to Charles, a little bit of his defense. He's like, I'm, he said, I was in my, I was middle age when the internet came out. He was an elderly <laughs> gentleman. He said, I don't know what y'all really talking about when it comes to the internet. He, and like, he was like, I, you know, I, it does, didn't seem like a big deal. Like Evie said, you know, don't give it any power. That's, he was on that vibe. But if he's the vigor and the fire that was in his wife should have awakened something in him to go to action. So I'm like, sir, I mean, and maybe Charlotte isn't as naturally or normally fiery. So maybe he thought 
here she go again. I don't know that part. But I was just like, sir, if she is on fire the way she is, you better get lit too. So I was like, you better catch whatever she got and whatever energy she's on. And I'm not saying just follow people when they're being ridiculous, but I think he was just more, I think he's more laid back person, a more timid person and a more, you know, let it live and let, just let, no, ignore it. But also the way his, if I was that wife, I, I told Sabrina this, and this also might be wrong. Yes, I'm a Bible believer. Yes, I believe, you know, marriage is sacred and strong. But also if my husband, if, if this happened to me, I would be questioning my marriage. I'd be like, <laughs> so is we married or not? Because- the level of like piss I was, and it didn't even happen to me. And I saw, I was like, girl, simmer all the way down. And I'm like, but the injustice that I see and how dare he, and now I'm coming to you as my partner and you like, girl, you on your own? Are we on my own? Oh, well then I'm really about to be on my own because if you're like, forget it. And I'm like, I can't, this is my child. And that's my heart. That's my love. I love my child. She's hurting. She's in pain. And I need this to stop. And you're like, oh, she'll be all right. Oh, well, then we might not be all right. And that's that for me. I'm all right, Sabrina, go ahead. Oh, no. You, I, part of me obviously is like, it is nice when I feel passionate about something that the person that I've chosen to do life with walks alongside me. You know, I get that. But I also get, that we're all so uniquely different and we all care about different things. And I can't expect everything I care about for them to handle it the same way. I have to trust in that moment, if I'm married to Charles, that Charles doesn't love me any less just because Charles wants to handle this a different way. We, you know, it's kind of like one of my old supervisors who bless told me when Trump was elected he stood at my door and he said you have to understand Sabrina the things that matter to you don't matter to me as much as a white man and I want it to be like if you don't get the f out of my office out of my doorway but also there's truth to that and it's really wise for me to acknowledge that in other people he's going to handle it differently. I will say as an onlooker, I was annoyed that it only took a phone call for him because E.B. Hunter Moore, the most hated man on the internet, was so bold that he posted his lawyer's information. Anybody could have called his lawyer. So they Charles, did. And that's what I'm saying. Like it when Charles, as E.B. alluded to, Charles had so much gravitas, which his wife knew he would, that when he called him, it took 30 minutes for that picture to come, come down. And after that, Hunter Moore's own lawyer was like, you know, at that point, I was like, I need to stop effing with this guy. So I get the frustration, Sharika, because you're like, not only did you not help me in the beginning, it took little to nothing for you to help me. But Charles had different values. And his value was this, just let it blow over. But what my problem is, is you, okay, it's like, now, if you, you know, if it was a petty situation, I could understand. You know, a girl, you ain't, this is too much. You're taking But define petty. This is the part that I feel like. But you're talking about my, our, my, my. Yes, and, and he is saying, child. he loves that child too. It's kind of like, okay, um, I'll use Doug and I as an example. The things that upset me do, 
Doug is such a lover of people and such a peaceful person. He will let things roll off like water. Like, you know how we talk about God in the sea of forgetfulness? I didn't really understand that concept until I met my husband. Because when I tell you, he will literally forget and something against him or against me. And I'm ready to be, I will talk about something that happened seven years ago, like it happened yesterday. And I'm ready to feel just as passionate and fight about it. But let an inanimate object not do what he wants to do. I don't even cuss. My husband doesn't cuss like that. But when I tell you, he turned into a different person. F God, G, D. I'm like, oh my God. So are you telling me, Sharika? Like to him, that's a big deal. When the locker wasn't closing at Bush Gardens and he paid his little 125 and I was embarrassed because he's over here yelling and screaming at the locker. You're telling me as his wife, I need to be yelling and screaming too? No. No, I'm talking about this is a this is a person that we love. That's like, I don't care if like somebody had like if somebody put your naked photos out there sabrina without your knowledge and you are distraught i'm distraught like this is a human being yes because we have we share the same value in that but some honestly like i said if it was me i wouldn't be that distraught i'm like yeah and you have everybody has a naked body you evidently you can just go on twitter and see them all the time i don't have like a fourth boob it's what it is it but let somebody say they're going to do something and not do it and now I'm pissed and now I want to rally the thing and Doug is like that's just human nature like why are you so mad you know what I'm saying like Sharika I get where you're coming from but I and I'm interested in Evie's opinion on this I just believe that it is human nature for us to have different approaches to things and still care just as much I do, agree. I do agree with that I do agree with that I'm, I'm gonna let Evie speak but I would say I do agree with that but but if somebody I loved was very much hurt, even if it didn't hurt, even if I was like, I don't get it, but guess what? I'm gonna be hurt with them. We we in this the, all the way together. They won't know where they end and where I begin because I'm I'm that like I'm that we in this together person. And I guess that's where I differ from people. But go ahead, Evie. Go ahead. Speak speak your mind, buddy. No, yeah. So I think y'all saying a somewhat the same thing. It just depends on the issue. And I think Sabrina hit it on the head. It just depends on what a person is passionate about. Some people are more passionate about certain things. So you had the stepdad was just like, it's just a naked picture. Don't go all out for this. The mom is like, it's more than a naked picture. It's her body. It's her stuff. And then I trust my daughter, not believing that she didn't put this out there. So I also got to do more work to figure out if she didn't put it out there, how many other people? Because I think that was the other part of it, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't just this one person. But for him, he's just like, I don't know them other people. I'm telling you what to do. He sure like, was. I might be wrong, but that's what he, that's, that's the way he I feel He did not care him. about them other I'm people. I'm just like, I'm telling you how to help you. Because I'm pretty sure if he wanted to, he probably could have found some ways to do some form of legal action or legal ramifications mm-hmm. for the entire site as a whole. But that wasn't his claim or his passion. That. Cause it's like I that's between them and what they got. Tell them to go call their lawyer or go talk yeah. to their daddy or stepdaddy. True, but for me, I just true. need to get this picture down. And then for him also, it started out. It like you gotta also think for him is like, I help you get the picture down, and now you want me to do more? No, that's not what we talked about. We didn't talk about taking the site down. We talked about taking our daughter. We talked about taking our daughter's picture down, and we got the picture down. I got it done in thirty minutes. Like, why are you still giving this more fuel? Like, see, now you're getting out of character because that's not. Like, stop. And then for her, it's just like, no, this is wrong. The same thing that happened to my daughter is countless other mothers feeling this Mm -hmm. way. If she feels this way, there's countless other girls. But for him, like, I don't know those girls. Mm -hmm. Like, it is what it is. We talking about this situation and we talking about right now. So 
I definitely understand it and I get it, but um, I probably would have been on the same side as him of like, now I probably would have called the first time, like right when it say what? I'm like, huh? Okay, boom. And then if it didn't work, it didn't work. If it worked, it would have been great. Shout out to Charlotte because you are the MVP because I will, I'm just glad there are Charlottes out in this world mm-hmm. that will not rest until justice is served. And I... I won't call, I'm not a Charlotte, but I'm so glad that there are Charlottes out there that will rest, not rest to my baby's naked pictures. And I don't got no baby or no naked pictures of my baby out on the interwebs. But I felt like, you know what, Charlotte, you need a medal of freedom or something because that is to not to not just care about yourself, to not just care about your daughter, but to fight for all these people out there who are being taken advantage of to who are in this this desperate situation absolutely I and i you. we do have to shout out that marine he was the oh yeah i am so um just impressed with people who understand cybersecurity and hacking the most i understand about that is my myspace and changing the color i would have to go into the code and like put in like four zeros if i want to have pink or something like that yeah. but i love that he took that knowledge and took that guy down. Um, mm-hmm. It was awesome. So shout out to the Charlottes of the world and other people like that who use who use their power not selfishly. You know, he's like, uh, I'm not going to advertise. Actually, I will, so I can take your whole site down. And mm-hmm. I love that part. Yep. All this to say, you guys need to go out. There's so many things that we've left out. So many great juicy details, but. You, you you just got to fully experience it for yourself. I know I'm like, sound very passionate and I am because I just felt so terrible for these people. But you know what? It does end well. Uh, not as good as I would have hoped because I'm like, throw, <laughs> throw him in the cellar and lock the throw away the key. But he didn't go away for long, but at least he went away. And uh, I just, I will say this. So I feel like Hunter Moore was probably one of those people, whether he was, got bullied or whether he had uh, some woman broke his heart and now he, he feels like, you know what? All women are going down. Well, there was men on there too, but this is why, I, all this to say, this is why people need Jesus Christ. And uh, when I get to moments where I'll be like, I can't understand people, this, it all brings it back to this. This is why people need the Lord. And this is why we all need the Lord. Uh, so I advise y'all, if you want to be entertained, pissed off, or see if you even feel any of the feelings that we feel or not, go on there and leave us a comment on our social media and let us know what you think about the most hated man on the internet also if you want any more reason not to send the news <laughs> let this be a discouragement to you um all right so uh, a quote for today sterling k brown Ooh. empathy i know right empathy begins with understanding life from another person's perspective nobody has an objective experience of reality it's all through our own individual prisms. I know that's what Hunter Moore lacked. He just didn't have it, or he didn't have the courage to display it, as Maya Angelou would say. So try to understand things from another's perspective. Even a person you hate, an enemy, um, Christians out there, 
the Lord calls us to love our enemies and that can look really different. You don't have to um, put yourself in harm's way or anything for their, well, it does say lay down your life, but what I'm saying is uh, going, being malicious, you know, like going back and getting that revenge. Trust me as a person who's been on both sides of that, it is so much better when you let those sort of things just rest in the Lord's hand and you move on with your life also try to understand things from their perspective. Um, it'll just help you be a better and healthier person. And I wish Hunter could have done that. Wow. EB, what are you expounding on today? So it's been a while, right? And there mm-hmm. are countless things that I can expound on, but something that really takes the cake this week is something that I think most of our listeners are fairly familiar with. Maybe you're not too familiar with somebody just like knocking on your door, serving your search warrant, or maybe you're not used to being subpoenaed to come to court, or maybe you're not, I guess you could say familiar with having literally all the secrets of an entire country at the palm of your hands at one time. Now, have you ever heard unannounced home raids against Black or Latino people? Have you ever heard of no-knock warrants or stop-and-frisk policies that pack prison cells across this country with people of color? Maybe you've heard of chokeholds such as the one that killed George Floyd, and which we know as that sparked a national protest. And it literally caused for a decent amount of the world. I won't say everybody, because there are some people who said, absolutely, you can't defund or dismantle the police. We even talked about that in one of our past episodes. Maybe you only heard that because of what your mainstream media have shouted, or maybe you said it yourself because you see the inconsistencies within our law enforcement. And you're like, I don't know what's going on with police. And I'm not saying we need to get rid of everybody because we need some form of safety and control. We need people to handle, I don't know, traffic. We got accidents, all types of stuff. Police do a lot of different things, right? We need some of them not in all places because we saw what happened in Uvalde, but we need some of them to be ready to be in schools at, um, I guess you can say the notice of some form of child massacre or shooting where we know that they would defend the lives of those who can't in those moments. But if you haven't heard, just this past week, a lawful, I'm going to say it again, a lawful, I'm going to say it again, a lawful, I'm going to say it one more time just to make sure y'all hear me, a lawful (laughs) FBI search warrant was served at Trump's home here in the great state of Florida at his Mar-a-Lago estates. But once that happened, all hell breaks loose and Trump patriots, that's what I call you people, I call you Trump patriots, you want to wage a civil war over it. Because at first it was absolutely not, we can't defund the police, but now it's defund the FBI. And that's coming from citizens all across this country. That's coming from politicians all across this country. That's coming from people who just a couple months ago was saying, we can't defund the police and that it's okay to have unannounced home raids. It's okay to have no knock warrants. It's okay to do stop, stop and frisk. It's okay to do chokeholds. It's okay to use deadly force. It's okay to use tasers. Like it's okay for all of those things on, I would say regular civilians like myself and maybe you who are listening. Cause I don't know who all listen, but I don't think that um, it might be a celebrity out there who listen, who knows, but 
I'm just sitting here looking at the inconsistencies on some of our politicians, some of our politicians, if you want to know their name, like if you're from the great state of Georgia, you listen to this, Marjorie Taylor Greene is trash. If you're trash. from the great state of Colorado, Lauren um, Bobart is trash. If you're from trash. the great state of Arizona, Paul Gosser is trash because all of them mm -hmm. has consistently says that we must destroy the FBI if we want to save America, because what they're doing to Donald Trump is unconstitutional. Now, psychos you want to know something that's really interesting with all of this because some people will just say well you know this is only happening because this is a wild witch hunt from none other than our current president now what if i told you that the white house was not notified about the raid what, what if i told you that the justice department had to convince a federal judge that there was evidence of a likely crime in order to obtain a warrant before they had a raid on his house. Was what if I told news. you that the FBI is currently led by a lifelong Republican named Christopher Ray, who was appointed by Donald Trump five years ago? Right. And that's just in a nutshell. I'll just say it'd be your own people. Now, the search was related to 15 boxes of White House materials, some of which were classified that were seized from his Mar-a-Lago earlier, that was seized from his house earlier this year. So they were like, we might have to double back because we didn't have enough time. And we got some stuff last time. Now, the part that's real funny to me is this person cares about this country so much. This person, and I'm going to say this person, um, but for those who need to know, former President Donald J. Trump. He cares about this country so much. He cares about his constituents. He cares about citizens. He cares about patriots. He cares about his followers. He cares about those things so much. Like, why would you take classified information out of the White House and put it in your personal residence? Your personal residence is not the White House. Your personal residence is not a safe place for materials that should not leave 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And stuff like this, is continues to show me that there are some ride or die people when it comes to this man. And I just want to remind my people, and I say my people because I'm really talking about those of you who consider yourself as a believer, you consider yourself a follower of the way, you consider yourself as a disciple of Jesus Christ. This man will not get you into heaven. You keep on following him, it's going to be a hot burning day in hell for you in, for eternity. Now, I hope you don't go that way. And I hope you don't go to that place. In the same way, I'll tell people, don't follow Joe Biden that way. Don't follow Obama that way. Don't follow either of the Bushes that way. Don't follow Clinton that way. Don't follow Reagan, Carter, and all the ones who done died. Don't follow no politician that way. Like, there's nowhere in scripture that tells me to follow politicians. No but you guys are so crazy about his house being under siege and raided and occupied by federal law enforcement. He's the same federal law enforcement who y'all telling to protect the border. Now y'all don't want them? Right. And we know it's the FBI and the USCIS, the Border Patrol, who controls the border. But these are the they go through the same training of federal law enforcement. This is wild to me. I need you guys to stop being hypocrites. Make up your mind. Do you want them or do you not? Now, I know a lot of people in my family, they care less about the police because when something happens, they're not calling the police. They get robbed. They're not calling the police. They get shot at. They're not calling the police. They get shot. They, they're not calling the police. Something happens to somebody in, they, in our family. They're not calling the police because they want to handle these problems on their own. But it's a lot of you people. Some of you people who are full support of what I would consider the Karen and the Jareds of the world, where you will call the police or you will call whoever you need to call at the drop of a dime. And I just want to know, are we defunding the police or the FBI or not? Because we can't do one without the other. I, I just want to know.
that I think the people want to know as well, because we're tired of your inconsistencies, we're tired of your hypocrisy, and it's frustrating to me as a citizen of this, I was about to say great nation, but we know this nation ain't great, because um, uh, I'm a citizen of heaven as well, and I can't compare the two. So as a as a resident of this nation, I guess I'll switch it. Um, I do got a passport so I can travel, um, and I am a citizen. But I'll say as a resident of this nation, we have to make sure we know what's up. Because the people who you want to defund, defund in defunding the FBI are led by people who your former president appointed. He put them in that position. So all that to say, follow Jesus. Because following him going to get you to hell. Following him going to get you to hell. But that's all I got for y'all. Hopefully you can go do your own research and you can figure out more information. Um, and since the stuff is classified, we don't really know what all they actually took or what all they got. But um, it's just funny that y'all want to defund the FBI, but y'all didn't want to defund the police. And y'all okay with all types of no-knock warrants for Black people or like the one that killed Breonna Taylor. And shout out to the federal judges who finally have charged and arrested some of those officers who was part of that situation. Um, but yeah, um, let's just be consistent. That's all. I don't ask for too much. Consistency is the word of the week. Be consistent and don't follow Trump. That's all I got. Took the words right out of my heart and mind and soul. Can I say I'm surprised? I can't. Can I say I'm tired? Not yet. We got to stay woke because as um, Beyonce said, she rolled up into the country with Dillinger's, which what was that, EB? Do you know? Derringers? She said, I just rolled up into the country with Derringers, Dillingers, because some Karen's just turned into terrorist. I figured Ooh, I it was a type that. of I gun. It might be. I might be saying it wrong, but that's okay. the kind of time I'm on. I can't get tired of them because I know they're crazy. And when they're ready to go to war, I got to be ready to fight because <laughs> out of control. Is nothing enough? Was January 6th not enough? What the four years of wildness not enough? What is it going to take? EB, I saw people blaming Obama. Oh, you didn't know? Come on, man. It's they always said, black, man. It's, they were like, it's Obama. He got them to raid. Okay, y'all. Wow. Eight years, no FBI raids, <laughs> no adultery that we know of. <laughs> you know, just, just a man trying to do his job. And then we it's got the black man fault. Right. Uh, Sharika, what are you recommending to the people today? Listen, I, I, I'm just, I'm a little, I'm not shook. I'm just, I don't got, I'm hyped now because I just, it is the inconsistencies for me. And I'm just like, I can't. But anyway. I'm I'm recommending number one, try Jesus. Don't try me. Try Jesus, okay? If you don't know him, try him. Because this world is crazy. And like Evie said, you don't want to end up where you 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 don't you don't want to end up where a place where you can't come back from. That's my recommendation. Um also recommending that you guys uh watch um watch uh well show we were talking the most hated man on the internet and the new podcast that i'm enjoying right now that i will recommend um if you love uh 
old school TV. I don't think I've recommended this here. And if I did, forgive me y'all. But this is what I'm thoroughly enjoying right now. I loved me some Boy Meets World. That was one of my shows growing up. Still one of my shows low-key today that I will be watching in the background. This just gives you joy and, and good times. But the cast of Boy Meets World, some of them, the one who plays Sean, Eric, and Topanga, they uh, have a podcast called Pod Meets World. And if you are into Boy Meets World, 90 shows, all that, check them out. It's really a good podcast. Some of my rewatch podcasts that I watch, they're not that great, but this one is actually really good. And they talk a lot about behind the scenes stuff, not just of their show, but just like industry stuff, like about acting and what it means to be on set and the different um, people who work on TV sets and writers and all this stuff. So it's really very interesting. So it's an entertaining, but interesting and educational podcast, which I didn't expect. So it's called Pod Meets World. And your girl, I wrote on their Instagram and guess what? Your girl Topanga Danielle Fischel responded to my message and she wrote a little thing to me that I did screenshot low key. But yes, yeah, so check out Pod Meets World. Love it. I used to love that show growing up. So I might, you know, run it back, but I have so many shows to watch. I'll just add that one back to the list and the podcast because that's what I did with um Insecure, which is that my recommends. It wasn't going to be, but I guess it is. I said I was going to do throwbacks all summer and I didn't stick to my word when it came to the music because I had to shout out Beyonce. But I guess um I'll do Insecure. Uh, Insecure is a beautiful show. I started following Issa when she had a show on YouTube called Diary of an Awkward Black Girl. And my sister and I just felt that show to our soul. It was hilarious. And from there, her success has really picked up and she landed a show on HBO and she named it Insecure. One of the things I love about it is it reminds me so much of just some of the cultural shows I watched growing up, like A Different World and Moesha. And I felt like, okay, this is when I can see a reflection of my culture on TV. And I feel like now this is like my generation's version of Girlfriends, which was another show that just showed Black people so beautifully in all of our complexities. And it wasn't just having like that one Black friend or that one like stereotypical black character and I especially love the hairdos on that show Mm -hmm. like as a natural girl now I love seeing all the options there and just the friendships between black women I don't think we see it enough um in a positive light on screen so if you want to dive into that please do and it's hilarious too it's great. They cover a lot of like uh, heavy topics in a really mature way. Um, and a lot of great things about just black culture. Great in that show. I will do a warning. It is HBO. Um, there are, I think every season, probably one or two scenes of nudity in there. You can close your eyes, avert your eyes as my mother would say, if that's not your thing. But I do think, uh, you know, I, I'm talking to you guys like I'm still a kid because I just, what was like um, hounding me as a kid, but I'm 35 and I'd be 34. Golly, I aged myself. I'm 34 and I'd be enjoying the Insecure. It's, it was great. EB, what do you got? Since, um, I don't say we all over the place, but got a nice show or a nice podcast, um, which was a dope show. I used to I ain't going to need a lot to y'all. I ain't going to hold you. But back in the day, I used to have a crush on Topanga. Um, <laughs> Topanga was that 
back in the day <laughs> to watch that show just about every day. Uh, but my show is, I'm, I'm going to continue with the most hated man on the internet as far as having something a little dark, a little different, a little gloomy. Um, but it's a Netflix special, and I say special, Netflix show. It's only three episodes. All of them are under an hour. You know, they float around a 30 to 40 minute realm. realm. But it's, I just killed my dad. Mm. What lens would you go to um, show somebody, I guess you don't agree with their form of abuse? And it goes through like, you know, the court case and all the trials and the lawyers and all the good stuff and we'll have family handled situations or whatnot but just three quick episodes and i say quick but like 30 40 minutes or so um where a son killed his father after abuse alleged abuse you know you don't see it happening but you hear about it um but yeah so if you're interested it's a true crime and i know some of y'all out there be all in onto true crime shows and podcasts and all those good things knowing all the deets as the kids would say um drop me the deets and then you can just say details and it'll just be just as much. But if y'all want to check it out, I encourage you to check it out. And that's all I'm recommending for you. I don't got nothing else for y'all this week. Anything else y'all want to close out with? Uh, just glad to be back with my people. All right. Well, you already know what it is. It's three of your favorite people. It's the kickback. Um, if the FBI ever run up in your house. <laughs> That mean you're probably let me stop. <laughs> uh, if the FBI ever run up into your house, but I mean you probably did something wrong. But if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Donald Trump, kick back. That's all I gotta say. <laughs>